Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of the Unpopular Opinion Podcast and the owner, operator, founder, whatever you want to call it, of the Unpops Network. Just a heads up, on Mondays for at least the next few weeks, we're going to be posting some bonus episodes of either new shows that we've added recently that unless you pay really close attention to our SoundCloud page, you may not be familiar with, or we're going to be posting episodes of things that you can only get if you subscribe to Unpops on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash unpops, by the way. That's what today's episode is. It's a show called What's Your Problem? It's a health and wellness show. It's a podcast about getting your life in order. Ironically enough, it's hosted by myself and Chet Wild. We also have a special guest on this episode. We'll probably have special guests on a lot of the episodes going forward. But in the meantime, if you subscribe on patreon.com slash unpops, you can hear all the back episodes of What's Your Problem, which feature me and Chet Wild trying to get our shit together over the past year. Speaking of that, there's even an episode where I drive Chet to a colonoscopy appointment. You don't want to miss that? Patreon.com slash unpops if you want to check out more episodes. Also, we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Unpopular Opinion featuring Danger Van Gorder and the lovely and talented Dave Waite. You don't want to miss it. Until then, enjoy What's Your Problem. Thanks. We love you. Welcome to What's Your Problem, a show about getting your life in order, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Shet Wild. Wow. Hi, Adam. Hey, Chet. Welcome to What's Your Problem? The free edition of What's A free your episode. We're going to put a few episodes of this up to maybe encourage people to subscribe. You can oh, hear this podcast every month. Not only is it free, it's uh, loaded with guests. The, for the first time. This is the first time we've had a guest. Yeah, usually on... it's just me and my shit. But no, you guys deserve a break. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be it'll be different with the this not being the last thirty minutes just Chet running down the yeah. doctor's appointments he's had. Plus, I think you need time to get more problems. Is danger here? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. What's up? Yeah. Danger's here too. I am your problem. Yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah. My mm-hmm. only problem with you is that you don't commit fully through a game of risk. You give up after six hours and do one sudden death round. It was three hours, and well, it was midnight. It felt like six. And I had nothing until 8 a.m., so I don't know why we stopped. had We had, we got seven turns into that game before we said, you know what, it's been three hours and risk is basically the worst. Well, it was a good time. L- I mean, let's do some speed strategic, like, set up like a strategic. Oh, yeah, you know we're not doing the board game though. podcast right now. No, not right now. If people want to hear it, they should subscribe, and my now problem, we have to deliver on My it. problem is not enough board games in my life. And, and if I they want to hear what's your problem every month, they should subscribe. And we do have another guest, Mike Williams. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Mike is a listener of the podcast, the main podcast. No one listens to this one yet. <laughs> yet? That's not true. We have so many subscribers. Lots yeah. of people listen to this. I get a lot of messages. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, Mike. Thank you for having me. Now, Mike, you just flew in. 
No, I got in last uh, or yesterday morning. Yesterday, okay. Morning. And where are you in from? Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. Out here just for this or not just for this, you know what I mean? Or are there other things that bring you to L.A.? Well, I mean, L.A. is great, so it's always fun to hang out. But it's actually uh, wife and I's 20th wedding anniversary. Whoa! Oh, right. Congratulations. Yeah, tomorrow, actually, is, is the actual date. So I oh. wanted to get a quick little uh, you know, holiday vacation in before, uh, before getting back to the cold weather. Nice. You guys have any uh, big New Year's Eve plans then? So you got married on New Year's Eve then. We That's did. what this means. Yeah, New Year's Eve 97. I'm putting it all together. <laughs> <laughs> You're such That's a sleuth, Chet. Now, is that something that your friends and family gave you shit for? Or they're like, yeah, you know what? We'll not to my face. Okay. So. <laughs> so That's one of those things when there's like a Christmas or a New Year's wedding. It's like, ah. Now, now you better you better live the, this better live up to Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, you you got, yeah, you bring in expectations into the room when you set it on a holiday. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I think the only thing sadder than not making out with somebody at midnight would be being at a wedding and still not being able to make out with somebody. At Dry wedding, just so alone. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to a lot of weddings. There, anyway, Chet? sorry. So Peter for the and I people, are in the room. We'll go off the rails. Let's edit all that out and get back on run, track. Run people through the premise of this podcast. Okay, the quick. premise of the podcast. <laughs> the premise of this podcast. What's your problem? Is uh, we we talk about health and well being. Typically, it's it's been whatever Adam and I are going through. Adam has a couple things that he's he's tried to tackle, and he has tackled them successfully. He cut back on the smoking. He magically got rid of a giant cyst off his uh, foot. Just went away. Uh, just went away. We oh, just burst out of my him. foot like. Fucking put xenomorph. On, put on a top hat, grab the bindle that's at yep. the world's wide open. And I have a variety of health issues uh, that I've been <laughs> neglecting Do for you? a couple years. Uh, I didn't establish primary care in L.A., so last year over the course of this podcast, I established something like 11 doctors um, and had cameras in all the places. And we're, and and we're so. very proud and happy you. that you're taking care of yourself because we care about Chet's. We want and he gets Oxycontin Chet. from every one of them. I wish. But uh, I have like half of one kidney and uh, ulcerative colitis and a bunch of mental health shit that you can listen to past or future episodes to <laughs> listen to that. But uh, today, uh, we'll, we'll focus more to you. Um, and you have... Um, you being Mike, the other yes, guest. Mike, sorry. There's, I forget. That's not video. Yeah, and that <laughs> still doesn't clarify that much because there are well, technically I'm, two mics in the room, technically okay. speaking. <laughs> I used so, to, for the first, like, six months, I knew Danger. I refused to call him Danger, and it was great. It was I such thought, a power well, move on my part. I got mad when I called you Mike on this one, so I don't Actually, yeah. let's call the other Mike Danger for the rest of this Okay. Party. New Danger. Can we call you, like, Dang? <laughs> Just so there's a little bit less confusion? Mm. Like, oh, Dang. Risk. So, so what's going, yeah. So what's going on, Risk? <laughs> you, you. Mike Risk Williams risk, joining us today. Risk and Danger, it sounds. Well, yeah, Risk and Danger. Yeah, we're, we're going to solve crimes. We are going to solve crimes. I'm excited. Because that's going to replace Danger and Wild. So, Mike, you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I risk. already regret that uh, new Danger thing. <laughs> so what, what brings you here today? What are we talking about? Well, a few things. Uh, the, the most important thing I wanted to talk about was rare diseases and just... Uh, Folks uh, dealing with special needs in general, because our our oldest daughter has a uh, uh, chromosome deletion. It's called 22q13 uh, deletion syndrome. Uh, I, I think the geneticists out there call it 22q13. I think that's how you call it, but that's not me, so I don't care. Um, I talked to a geneticist <laughs> earlier today, and that is how they said. It. Is, that, is that what yeah. they said? Okay, it's the first thing you guys talked about. Chat coming through with the up. research. Good yeah, job. I, no, I wasn't kidding. I did. Mm. 
But it's uh, it's fairly rare. There's only about 1,500 cases. Uh, oh wow! That have been diagnosed. Now, part of that's just uh, uh, like detection. There's not a lot of. Uh, I think it's only been in the last 20 or so years that it's even been recognized as anything that the the folks that discovered it even put a name to it and kind of categorized what all was going on in there. Yeah, the general belief is it's grossly underdiagnosed. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh. Because there they need more people like you out here bringing awareness. Well, and that's what I'm hoping to do. And and. Uh, Hopefully, you know, get people on board with that a little bit. Maybe get uh, if folks are in a giving mood, they can maybe get some money out to the to the foundation set up for those families, and uh, kind of help fund some research and, and uh, outreach, and just kind of helping those families out too. The, the the foundation set up for those folks, they do a good job, but there's just not a lot of money for it. Now, Is, are you comfortable talking about your experiences and and how yeah. you came about this? Because I think that's one way for people to relate and connect to to actually understand and yeah, hear absolutely. people's story. So. What was it? What symptoms were present, or or, or what characteristics were there that you first kind of had a question or concern that led to the diagnosis? And if you could kind of take us down that path. Yeah, um, everything was fine with the pregnancy and the birth. There was no no real issues there. And for the first year or so, we, as far as we tell, everything was was going pretty good. Um, at about eighteen months or so, my brother's first, his first child, his son was born shortly before then, but we started seeing them when he was a good year or so younger than our daughter, but he developmentally, we could tell he was more advanced than, than she was. So at, at about 18 months at two years, we started thinking well, there's a little, some, some issues here. And the school district actually has some resources and people and stuff that can kind of, kind of test some of this stuff to, to see what, what the actual, you know, if, if there are delays and interventions that need to need to happen so they did uh, they did some of those tests and and basically they just came back and said she's developmentally delayed mm. and which obviously who knew that um and you know started doing some some early childhood intervention sort of stuff and uh, some basic therapies and there's not a whole lot you can do when, when they're two years old but there are some basic stuff to to try to help get things established so that they can build on that and actually get them back up to speed as they get older it, it, that progressed Somewhat, it made some some improvements for sure. But uh, uh, as we see with with this uh, syndrome in particular, there's a lot of times you'll make gains, and then either something that you had that had mastered in the past that falls away, or even some of the gains that oh. you make kind of go go away again too. So we're and, dealing with a lot of and, that. And how old is she now? She's 19. Okay. And this so this earlier therapy was was there a honed in diagnosis yet at the point because she's no. basically as old as. The diagnosis is existing. Right. right. No, back then we didn't have any kind of specific diagnosis that was. Yeah. Uh, How long did that take before they, before you got a specific diagnosis? Well, that wasn't until seven, seven years. What she said. No, it was after the right. Not oh seven. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, my date straight here. Yeah, back in in two thousand seven, she actually had uh, brain surgery, and they uh, resected the front the left frontal lobe of her brain wow. and then and then they did the pathology on that and that's and that's how they they figured out from there because they can actually do the the whatever genetic screening and stuff that they need to do on that but that's that's really the only way to do it um to get a you know definitive diagnosis there um wow. from some of the the some of the uh, symptoms uh, especially uh, our daughter doesn't have a lot of the some of the physical signs but uh, there are some some uh, kind of dysmorphic figures that you can get sometimes from that from the from the disorder that at least can give you a hint that maybe that's that's what you're dealing with but you actually have to do the genetic test to get that because it's a it's a deletion on a specific part of a specific chromosome so it's so the chromosome itself isn't missing it's it'll show up in like a, a chromosomal test well the 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 13 
the region 13 on the Q arm of the 22nd chromosome is gone. Okay. And there's a that's a big section, so it can be part of the region or a whole, or, you know, almost all of the whole region. Yeah, it can just some, be shortened. Right. Like it varies. Right. So you get you get a big spectrum of of uh, symptoms from the the folks that have it because it could be depending on where the deletion or how much of the the deletion is there is you know how much uh, how much other symptoms they're they're dealing with. And is there any indication to the cause of it, both in general and specific in your daughter's case, whether it's environmental versus genetic versus just completely random? You know, like from like aside from feeding her Clorox in her formula. Yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> no, uh, <clears throat> no, there's really nothing. There's no specific cause of that. It's just a random mutation. You know, and that that first time that the DNA is, you know, getting copied and stuff. There's just a just that one little spot doesn't copy right and gets deleted. So you, you talked about like you know, fortunately, she wasn't affected that much physically. What have been some of the behavioral and intellectual challenges? And how do you go about aiding in the in those or or overcoming when possible? Yeah, uh, but she's on the autism spectrum, and a lot of the a lot of those kids are. Of course, we still don't really understand a whole lot about autism. You know what, where it comes from, and all that stuff. But some of those same same kind of behaviors, repetitive behaviors, stimulation seeking sort of stuff, and chewing mm-hmm. on things. There's a lot of that uh, impulsivity. Overall, our biggest issues is just intellectual disability, I guess. I mean, it, it's mental retardation is what it is. I know some people get mad when I use that word now, but, I mean, that's pretty succinct, I think. You know, so she's, you know, she's always had kind of the mentality of a, of a toddler, basically. So, yeah. you know, and she's nonverbal, too, so not a lot of communication verbally. That you know, She's still pretty good at getting her point across whenever she <laughs> needs something or, or wants something to happen. But, you know, just she can't can't think like we do and can't you know, think things out like that. So that, that's some of the issues. Um, there, there are some kids that, you know, are real, uh, have real aggressive aggression issues. And my heart goes out to those folks. Cause that's, that's going to be really hard. Yeah. They can't, you can't really communicate with them too, you know, very easily. Plus they've got, you know, anger issues or whatever, and they can, it can cause, cause a lot of problems. My mom worked for Arts and Services for Disabled for years and years, like in the front office. Um, and it is astounding just how vast that spectrum can be. Like, mm. there were clients in there who showed no physical uh, abnormalities whatsoever. And you put a microphone in their hands and they would sing Bobby Darren. And it would sound like, like I, can't remember, I think his name was Frank, uh, which, you know, uh, appropriate. Um, some 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 uh, of these of these folks are, are really really um, their capabilities vary so widely. Um, are you have you seen any of her capabilities like uh, artistically? Is she able to express herself through like paint or any, anything like that? No, no, there's really nothing like that. Um, she's great on on using the iPad though. No, oh. <laughs> like what 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 she like to do? Uh, YouTube's a big player, and then we got you know we downloaded some games and stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, she likes using that stuff, but no, that there's not much, uh, not not much in that in that direction though. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, definitely. Well, you met. Yeah, you mentioned it is a really broad spectrum. My son actually has fragile X syndrome, and I don't talk about my son much, or my family in general much. Not on unless the podcast, he subscribed to this podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't let him hear this podcast if he didn't subscribe anyway. Like, <laughs> fucking awful dad. But. But yeah, it's almost not. I mean, he's on the autism spectrum, but it's such a so far from what you're describing. Like he's, you know, he can hold down a job and 
communicate and you know it's not outward like all that noticeable but yeah it is a really kind of broad spectrum like it, it really runs the gamut it can be kind of oversimplifying to say yeah this person has autism like all right well what kind i think that's yeah. one of the reasons that we wanted to do this 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 podcast um specifically this episode is to really dive in and see just how many different kinds of autism that there are uh, and the different ways that uh, that can manifest you know and it because it, it's it's kind of turning into kind of a common joke now like Connor McSpadden to some extent is autistic and you know you you hear that and you're like okay well, well I mean no, no Connor's that, just an asshole yeah, right? he's, he's not but it yeah it's yeah. such a like because it can be associated with so many different things I think it's a thing that it's it's easy to kind of stigmatize it as not being that bad when right. it's such a diverse and broad thing yeah every case is different yeah absolutely so you've been married for 20 years and obviously something like this presents a unique set of challenges that most couples you know parenting i imagine is difficult as it is but this certainly has to put you through the ringer with challenges i think one thing that people don't talk about or don't realize a lot whether it's with battling your own diseases or or caring for somebody that has health issues the psychological challenges it gives you uh so i was wondering if you could talk a little about what you've done for your own uh health and well-being i guess on your own and then collectively to to keep your relationship strong yeah i just push all that down and don't acknowledge that it feelings exist <laughs> all right i'm surprised you're not stand-up <laughs> uh, well i yeah I don't know. It, it's hard sometimes, it, it, especially at the beginning. I remember being really upset about, you know, she's never going to grow up and have, you know, have to do have homework that she has to bring home and struggle with. And we have to work together on that. And she's not going to have boyfriends and going out on dates. And, you know, she's not going to get married. No, it's like to have kids and all that stuff. And I mean, uh, you know, I got really, you know, it just kind of bummed me out. Uh, not, uh, you know, thinking that's, you know, that's how it's supposed to go. You get married and you have kids and they grow up and you teach them through all that stuff and you know not 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 gonna have that with her and i don't i didn't specifically dwell on that too much i don't know if there's anything i took definitively to try to get over that i think having our, our second daughter probably helped with that a you lot have three kids total but just two two okay two. A second daughter, yeah. she has three kids hey yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> workshop and material yeah <laughs> but uh at some point you have to accept it for what it is and being okay with that and, and saying this is not the life I was expecting, but there's something I can take from this and, and still it can still be good. And I think the one of the things to me is just realizing it, as much as I'm you know want to be happy and with my life and the things that I was hoping for it, um, you know her being happy is really probably the most important thing that I can do as a parent. And what the stuff that makes her happy. You know, is having her iPad, watching her her TV shows, and you know, being around us, and you know, that those those sorts of things. That's what what makes her happy. And as long as she's happy, then you know, I think I think I've done at least a decent job of of being a parent. I think a a, a challenge that comes along with that too, and I'm happy to hear you say that you know, kind of just accept it and that's it, and it, it not letting it define you, and not holding on to like resentment mm. out of something that you can't control because a lot of people uh that deal with these things they just always hang on to like i did something wrong or this isn't fair or why universe and can never get past that and also let those things completely define their lives or or as i imagine there may be even be some people like 
try to uh, define your daughter by that rather than she's a person that has this, but that isn't all that she is. That's not all that you are as parents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. And in the beginning too, it was really hard. I remember going, you know, we're, we're trying to eat out at a restaurant and she, I don't know if she was more fussy than a little kid or not, but she was, you know, she didn't, couldn't necessarily console her the same way you could, you know, uh, other little kids. And I, mm-hmm. I remember just like wolfing down my meal mm-hmm. really fast just so I could pick her up and take her outside. And, you know, and she's getting all mad at me for doing that stuff. And, and uh, she she handled a lot better than than I could. <laughs> she was like, you know what? Screw those other people. They're, they're going to get mad that our kid's crying. Then they're going to get mad. And I was like, no, but they're mad. And was, yeah. But, you know, I finally got to the point. Well, so what? So they'll just be mad. You know, they, they don't understand. They give weird looks in the in the store or whatever because, you know, because the kid's behaving strange to them. And it's like, well, sorry, that's <laughs> that's that's your problem. Not and mine. some yeah. of that is just people being. People suck, but yeah. Yeah. Be very yeah. focused on themselves and not being able to actually assess a situation. It's like, even when somebody's waiting at the line, like, why the fuck am I waiting so long at this 15-item check? It's like, there are things more important in the world. It's not all about you and your goddamn candy bar right now. I don't know what fucking point I was making there. I just really hate <laughs> people. You, you just don't want me to lines. keep buying candy bars. No, I'm worried for your bars. sugar consumption. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to... I lost my track. <laughs> trying not to, so trying not to go in a fight with danger. You are good. keeping our tension down today. Yeah, how much? How much money is it going to take to get donated to this foundation for you and danger to fight? <laughs> oh, um, I'll slap them for free right now. <laughs> uh, well, that that does get into one of the things that, that I believe you want to talk about today in raising awareness. Uh, it's my understanding that one, there's not much awareness, but two, there's there's also not. Not enough research being done by any means, um, sure. either because it's a new thing or it's something that affects so few people. So there aren't specialists in it. Yep. Um, could Call you elaborate it. a little, little more on that? Yeah, I, I mean, it's there, there's a lot of coming at it from a bunch of different angles that kind of prevent a lot of you know everybody knows about cancer. Everybody knows somebody that had cancer. Everybody wants to beat cancer. There's plenty of people talking about ending cancer and, and money going you know, maybe not plenty but there are lots of lots of money going towards research on that stuff when when nobody knows about a disease and nobody knows anybody that's affected by that disease then there's just not not much way to get money out there for those people so hopefully uh hopefully we can raise a few bucks and 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 help that out a little bit now if somebody wanted uh, to help that out right now how what's the way to go about doing that <laughs> is there a specific organization or a specific place to donate money um or, or also where could people better educate themselves on this yep 22q13.org the phelan mcdermid syndrome foundation those are the two doctors that that originally you know, came up with yeah. the the diagnosis and the the foundation uh set up for for the families and for doing the research and outreach and that kind of stuff and not to be insensitive to this but when i was reading i was like really they call it pms like yeah. that's what oh yeah that's my first like, yeah. too. like you can't be like uh, i can't go i uh, take care of my daughter what's wrong? she has pms you can't say that just you know? couldn't have put the other doctor's yeah. name first dermot yeah. syndrome ps that would have yeah. that would have worked too. Yeah, what's wrong with your daughter? She has PMS. Well, yeah. fuck you, man. Everybody. <laughs> I think we she can said have... that for three years straight. That doesn't seem <laughs> get that checked. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I, I think we can up. agree that's the biggest problem here. Is Absolutely. The PMS yeah. yeah. Um, so you've been you have some some plans for because obviously you're going to have to. She's going to need care for her entire life. 
Right. Um, you're going to have to be around for all that. You mentioned at one point you were losing weight. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Several years ago, uh, I was climbing up the stairs in our house, and I got winded going up one Oof. flight of stairs. I'm like, well, this this isn't going to work out very well. <laughs> so yeah, I started started working on uh, losing some weight. So you know, when I could just be alive. Yeah. For a while, which that's is important. It's just, is this all on your own before your doctor said, like, hey, you got X, Y, and Z, like lower your blood pressure or your cholesterol's high or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, it's on my own for that. Um, and then also realizing, well, you know, I've got this, this, uh, well, at the time she was probably what, uh, 12, 13 years old. Um, but you know, this, this human that lives here and, and now she's, she's about what, five foot three and a hundred pounds. And if, it, if she, she falls down, she has a seizure and which, unfortunately happens a lot uh, you know if something something happens with her and she needs to be carried somewhere to be safe you know i'm not i'm not going to be able to do that without you know having a coronary or something so sure. i need to and the, there's been plenty of times where she's uh, you know either really tired and we have to give her uh, drugs at night to help her sleep even so sometimes the, the, they kick in a little bit quicker and i got to carry upstairs because she can't you know she's basically already asleep mm-hmm. so i can't carry her or can't walk up the stairs so i have to carry upstairs and I was like, you know, when, when I was 285, I'm not going to be able to, couldn't do this. So, yeah, it's trying to trying to get in shape, um, doing better at it. And I was like, when I yeah, first you don't started, look 285. Well, no, I'm not. Yeah, oh, how much have you lost? Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> 50 pounds. Now, so. Nice, yeah, nice. Congrats. Well, what that, what uh, was your approach to that? Uh, eat less food. Okay. The it really is. Like, that's a huge thing. I've lost over 100 pounds myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I heard that you lost 100 pounds, like, well, that's not so special, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, uh, yeah, it's not. Um, but re- so much of it is diet. Like, exercise yeah. is great for endorphins and for your cardiovascular and for your heart. But you can exercise seven days a week if you're eating, like, shit. Your arteries are still going to be lined with Why garbage. Why are you oh, yeah. staring at me while what? saying all yeah. of this stuff? I'm danger. walking. I'm switching eyes. <laughs> because I worry about eye contact danger. around the room. Because I go to a store and buy one candy bar and get upset when the line takes a long time, and then I complain about it to the person behind me, and then you hear about that and tell everyone on a podcast. Well, it costs I, you a couple votes, and I want you to win your next election. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's fair. I read it in your re- Yelp review, Danger. Okay, so you, I mean, was there anything? <laughs> specific with diet or it was just it was just you like to eat a lot and i'm gonna cut down on the uh portion sizes yeah i I definitely you know make a concerted effort to eat more vegetables and less fried stuff but yeah the vast majority is just eating fewer calories that's and that's uh, as best i can tell that's that's the most important thing to do there do you have a time frame in mind for well, yeah, it was supposed to be about six years ago. <laughs> oh, all right. So that's, you know, I kind of feel like a piece of shit. I see all these, like, Yahoo stories. These people, I lost 240 pounds in six weeks. Or, and I was like, yeah, that's never no, healthy. Yeah. Bounce back. Yeah, I I hope so. I, is that bad? Then I think that. <laughs> oh, no, def- definitely. Yeah, yeah, if you ever yeah. actually read but, those fat people I lost, to like, 100 pounds, it's like, yeah, because they cut off your leg due to diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> cheating. I, I have considered therapeutic amputation, but it's... Yeah, it would be great if we could just get, like, lighter metallic arm. Like, if I could get a Pistorius arm, I would shed some weight, and I would have a blade for an uh, arm. Cable? Hmm? Are we talking about a cable arm? He doesn't have a cable. No. He's got, he, he had the blades. No, I'm talking about Cable, the popular from, from Marvel, X-Men? yes, okay. comic book character. You know I don't... Not the I, guy that murdered his girlfriend? No, not that okay. guy. Okay. I'd rather be, like, a Pistorius fake person <laughs> who does heroic things than a real person who shot somebody once. To each their own. Yeah, no, it's I fair. guess. That's fair. You know. 
So what are? Do you have specific fitness? I'm just gonna ignore all that. Uh, <laughs> do you have a specific uh, fitness goals right now that you're aiming towards? I mean, we're coming up on the new year, any new year's resolutions, things like yeah, that. Yeah, nothing, nothing real specific. Uh, I'm always the the biggest things I always focus on is uh, if I had any kind of goals like that, it's make sure I uh, just track what I eat. You know, I've got a little app on the phone. My fitness pal. I do, yeah. I used Lose It for a long time, and now I'm using it. So if anybody wants to sponsor me for that, they can certainly do that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just tracking tracking what I eat. I find that even if you're not eating super healthy and if you're eating too much, if you're, you know, there's some magic in actually doing the tracking part of it. You know, I eat, it like, makes crap you or two, aware three, of what you're putting yeah. in your system because you tell yourself, like, ah, I'm just going to cheat today. And then when you log it, you're like, I've eaten fast food seven days in a row. Yeah. Quit being a piece of shit. Where whenever you cheat, about what you put in your body. The only person you're cheating is yourself. You can you can lie in an app. You can lie to your friends, but yeah, for sure, it's gonna show up the same in your body. Can't lie to that waistline. There it is. There it is. Slightly <laughs> delayed. Adam, edit that together so it goes so it more smoothly. Good. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely will. No, you won't. Well, that's something yeah. I got. I got to focus more on. Um, Better I did, jokes. <clears throat> I did yeah. the whole. See, so <laughs> sassy. I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna take Carrie shit. I'm not gonna take your shit. I love you, Danger. We're, we're we're very good friends. Uh, We're very good. That's does friendship true. work one way, Adam? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Uh, there, I got Aww. that joke up. Um, like I did the whole thirty elimination diet and completely cut sugars for thirty days, cut all sugars, dairy, legumes, and uh, then I did a test for biomarkers because I have colitis, which is mostly asymptomatic. But uh, when they go in there with a camera, my colon is not healed. So. I did that test, which is shit in a cup, good times. They look at your biomarkers, and I still show inflammation. It's so Adam doesn't have to drive me to the hospital and put a camera up my ass every time. I need to know. Um, Can we still have that happen? I, I've never once put a camera up your ass. Can oh, we, I thought you were like, maybe have a spe- very special There episode. is an episode of this podcast where I drove Chet to his colonoscopy. And then you hear me on drugs afterwards, and I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Um, but I'll do another colonoscopy next year, don't you worry. <laughs> uh, but Live to get back stream. on track. So now I'm going to do something called a select carbohydrate diet, which is specific for the type of disease I have. But it's basically, it's cutting out anything that's good. Like, I can't even eat potatoes now. Uh, any complex starches, completely out. Most dairy out. I have to make my own, I have to ferment my own yogurt for 24 hours every day. And like, mm. I think I'd rather just die in. at your age. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Here's, I, not to get too dark on this podcast, but I had... <laughs> A good friend of mine, uh, Dave, uh, mid to late 30s, uh, was at a wedding the uh, night before Christmas Eve. Uh, goes to his girlfriend. Hey, I don't feel that well. Fucking minute later, dead on the f- dead on the floor. What? Jeez. And, ha- and he was in shape, and he ate well. So we'll see what that comes back Yeah, with. I tweeted about this, but I just found out a kid I went to school with died. He was the same kid who stole my copy yeah, of Mike that, Tyson's that Punch Out in seventh grade. So, so you're never getting it back. Yeah, I was going exactly. to ask, did you get it back? But No. Well, actually, yes, but here's what happened. He stole it, but claimed that someone else stole it from me and that he stole it from them, but that I needed to pay him for stealing it back from them. That's, so I mean, that's capitalism. Right I got there. it back, but I had to give him $25 in seventh grade money, which that was a lot which of cash is just back like, then. Like bubble tape and well, I, no, I had some a top I had a paper route. Actual, okay. So, right. so yeah, you were uh, you mentioned in your email also you had a an interesting plan for for possibly raising money for your daughter's care in the future. Yeah, because I it, I feel like an asshole even bringing this up. Cause I can bring it, it up if you want. Me okay. 
<laughs> you know what you He's should do? He's a professional <laughs> asshole. What, I did want to say one thing. That when you're talking about special diets and stuff, shortly after our daughter got diagnosed and she started, well, it was at age four, she started having seizures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, that was a fun time. Yeah, exactly. driving, driving to the airport uh, in a freaking sleet storm and she's having seizures like every 30 seconds in the backseat and stuff. But one of the things, we tried a bunch of different drugs with you know varying success. We started doing the ketogenic diet and I don't know if any, anybody has done that, yeah. but it's, uh, it, for some reason, if you get into ketosis where you're, you know, you don't have any carbohydrates, it's all protein and fat that you're eating. For some people, that helps regulate their seizures. I don't really understand wow. how or how it, it works exactly, but we did that, and for about a year, it worked pretty well. I was going to have cut down on the seizures quite a bit, but it's such a pain in the ass to try to keep the food. You had to measure all of her food down to the tenth of a gram. Oof. It's a bunch of heavy whipping cream and eggs and butter, and uh, and uh, honestly, we we think that that kind of stunted her growth because it was you know she's what seven or eight years old, supposed to be eaten. You know, healthy and, oh, sure. and, and you know, there's no you really can't have a lot of vegetables or fruits definitely no fruit because there's all the sugar and stuff that, that was pretty brutal but uh, yeah uh, you know, caring for her can be kind of expensive thankfully we both have decent jobs and pay pretty well so uh, you know the day to day stuff is alright uh, we've set up a trust for her so that when we die there's money available to make sure that she's still cared for uh, and I definitely encourage anybody that has you know any or knows anybody that has special needs kids, go find a financial planner that, that focuses on families with special needs because it's very it, – everything you know about financial planning is completely backwards for special needs stuff. It's it's Especially if you're dealing with any kind of government benefits whatsoever, it's you have to be very, very careful about how you do that. The people in this room know zero about financial planning. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I would do if I were you. I'd fire my financial planner. <laughs> and then – you're in L.A., fucking go on some game shows, try to win some money. <laughs> See what I did? Smooth wow. segue. Smooth Dude, man, transition. I, but you have talked about, like, how fun it would be uh, if you yeah. got on some game shows. I would, I would, yeah. Ultimately, I would love to, to, uh, to you know, get on some game shows and win some cash. The, the biggest thing is being able to, you know, fund that special needs trust. Um, we can buy some life insurance. Um, it's not insanely expensive, but, you know, if we could win, like, Fifty grand, roughly, um, and just do a do like a you know single pay, a single premium insurance policy and be done with it. That'd be that'd be great. Uh, of course, I you know I'd like to win a little bit more money to help help our other daughter get to college. What are you going to want to win a hundred grand to get fifty grand because they'll tax the fuck right. out of you? Yeah. Right. Uh, do you have a game show of choice here? I, I had started thinking about the wall. You know the Chris Hardwick NBC joint there, okay. but. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're even coming yeah, back for another season. I don't. I, the last I heard, there all it says is a third season has not been mm. been ordered yet, or something like that. So it's kind of, as far as I can tell, it's up in the air. So I mean, shit. I don't, I don't There's wonder. a show called The Chase. If they could bring that back for yes. for one episode, I remember that. Me and you could team up and win some cash on that. Yeah, that is. I love that show. It's on Netflix. You can you can all go watch. It's a trivia show where you're competing against one guy. Yeah, who the, they call the Beast. He's this yeah, the real smarmy British dude. Yeah, right? British yeah. dude, and he is pretty good. I will Such, say this: I mean, I we I, like I would destroy on that show, but still, do not put and you haven't, so that's good. Do not put all of your <laughs> eggs in the game show basket. As dating this girl, she needed ten thousand. Are you sure about this, Chad? Listen, listen from experience. Uh, I know right. it seems like a sure thing, but listen, uh, you met her, Danger. You know who I'm talking about. Um, uh, well, you didn't say anybody's name. No, you know, game show say. girl. Um. From my old place. You mean Chet's dated more than one girl? 
That's right. Uh, at that one surprises sometime. me. So she needed ten grand to pay off whatever, and she's like, "We'll just get on this game show. It's super easy. It's the whatever Hollywood trivia bullshit game they have couples on." And uh, we went and auditioned, and she became like a stage mom, like right before the audition, was telling me exactly what to say and what not to say, and like I totally freaked out and bombed the audition so fucking hard to the point that they said, "Listen." We thought you guys were a shoe in when you started, oh, and then God. he talked. But if you come back next spring with a better partner, we can almost guarantee you. Whoa! Wow. And like, so you don't want, so, yeah. you don't want Chet helping out That's with hurtful. your game show well, Maybe they just liked her because I made her cry at a game show audition. I don't know. Uh, but it, <sighs> I didn't make her cry. Her what a history you have. I do. <laughs> um, I mean, right. how do you feel about the wheel, uh, Jeopardy? Price is Right, the big ones that do a shitload of. You're not winning episodes. money on the Price is Right, though. You're going to come home with like a. Well, pair if you of play the skis. wheel right, you just keep hitting the. Can't the you get like the dollar. cash value? I would think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you could probably sell it. Yeah, I've had friends go on those shows, and uh, so and and I know you're talking about you have an. Yeah, I know a girl story. who won a, uh, yeah, a hot tub on Wheel of Fortune, and she lives in a fucking apartment. <laughs> so she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to sell that." Now she sweeps in a hot tub. And a- biased but, towards homeowners, but if you so oh, the a way a lot of those game shows work, the, besides like Jeopardy and and the kind of the the trivial smarts ones, um, they pick from the uh, what? <laughs> Fuck it, that wasn't Tri- a slight trivial smarts one. Trivial, you trivial know what smart. I mean. That's uh, <laughs> but if you go to Prices Right, uh, they have producers talking to people as you're waiting to go in and they, they right. kind of get but what they want is they want a lot of energy somebody that they feel like they're going to get a big emotional reaction out of so just be like super excited smiley uh, thanks Jet yeah that's well, awesome but no yeah. it's awesome like, <laughs> yeah you're getting it they just want somebody over the top and, and you can make shit up about yourself they don't fact check it at all, <laughs> all right, uh, right. my friend Tommy's been on a number of game shows he's, he's a professional actor don't tell them you're an actor. They won't put you on. But he, he makes up stories that he's like a teacher in this town, whatever, and they fucking eat that shit up. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Let's I mean, all go I on. Don't, I don't think <laughs> the price they have is right. a very compelling story already. They've got. I'm sure they have pictures on their phone that could be. They don't have to make. They don't have to be but secret also, ninjas. Also, one that I don't think is going to correlate to high energy really well. Yeah, like that's not. So you can say, despite <laughs> this part of my story, I'm still here to have a good fucking time. Let's talk about but rare be, diseases. But yeah. beyond that, yeah. woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I do the Ric Flair woo? Though? Yes. That's, I mean, well, that's where you that. wear like a t-shirt that has you know awareness on it, too, like if your price is right, because oh, yeah. then it's a natural talking point. People do that, or I've seen more like pictures of, a, of, you know, oh, my dad passed, and he always loved the show, and I'm talking about my dad on Price is Right. Yeah, that's true. Scheming up a lot of ideas. We today. should we should rally up the audience and and get Mike. What's your Twitter handle? It's at red underscore McWilliams. Don't follow me though. I'm terrible. <laughs> I literally picked up my phone first, and then put it down. <laughs> first, everyone follow Mike on Twitter, and then mass unfollow. That's that's fine. Yeah. And uh, let's we should get a campaign going. Aside from general. Uh, aside from where to donate, general awareness, is there anything specifically, well, you have the platform, that you like us to know about this or, or any additional information? If you don't have mm. anything, that's fine, too. But I just want to make sure we haven't glossed over um, anything and, and are using the platform. Let to, me check yeah. my notes here, Chet. As a parent of someone with, with you know these significant disabilities, what do you wish other people understood better? Hmm. Wow. Let's see how long can we lay out here for this. <laughs> well, the software uh, uh, deletes all the space. Does, 
So if you're <laughs> silent, that's why it sounds like I'm very quick when Adam and I podcast, and I'm not at all. No, he's not. He's real awkward. Yeah. Uh, you kn- <laughs> Come on. Come on, Chad. You know, one of the – if I had, like, a magic wand or any kind of technical expertise at all, I would like to develop a mobile app for families with special needs kids to be able to – Hire somebody on an ad hoc basis to come help them out for a couple hours. My so idea like, was, a, like an Uber for nannies? That's exactly right. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That Trademark that shit right now. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea how that would work. I have no idea how to build something Talk like that. Talk to the people at the McDermott Syndrome Foundation. Yeah. Or just the people listening to this. That is a thing that I bet someone bet listening to this podcast people. could help get and I know, started. I know, shit, let me if I remember this, but I know there's a couple of uh, like ride-sharing programs that I've seen that there, there is not Uber, but it's specifically for like kids. Like, we'll come pick mm-hmm. your kids up from school and bring them home and stuff like that. And so the drivers are very well vetted. My friend yeah. does that, that for a living. He well, he sits at home and watches uh, the software to make sure that those drivers have to go specifically from place to place, not off the route. Yeah, terms the kids are dropped off, all that. So it, it seems like there's a that is something that could happen. Some way to make that make that possible. So you have good quality people that can come in and help out. You know, I. I had a fantasy that if I won a you know just a shitload of money on on some game show, that, which you will, yeah, you will. Yeah, it's, That'll it's happen, happen too. Well, whatever yeah. whatever I win, I'm going to split that with the foundation anyway. But and it's, it's so funny if I get on a tangent here. The more I've been thinking about all this stuff, and I thought at first I thought, man, it'd be so awesome to win a bunch of money and you know be a champion for the cause, male famous and all that. And I started realizing or just thinking about what it would actually mean to me to have you know do that kind of stuff. I was like, I don't. You know, unless I'm going to win a hundred million dollars and just you know go live on Mars or something like that, I don't think I'd want to win that much money. I don't. I couldn't handle doing that kind of stuff. So there's very little like infrastructure on Mars too. Yeah, well, you'd have to. I like that you're keeping expectations yeah. low, low though, because yeah. the worst thing would be if you got on a game show and then just look at the draw like lost everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, I figured that's probably what there are some anyway. that take money away. <laughs> you have to so, leave leave them yeah. some money before you can go. We got to get on the chase. <laughs> We're gonna, they should bring it back. Just one episode. One special, very special episode of The Chase. Right, write a letter to Mark Because it's a team thing. There's three people on The Chase. Does Ben Stein still have any money we can win? Probably not. <laughs> like that reference? That was actually I mean, it was, Yeah, good. it was a great reference. It's pretty great. But anyway, if, if I had a lot of money, I would, I would <laughs> I know put, it, was put, I put it into it that out. app there to try to help those families out. Because it, you know... You know we're we're very lucky. We we still get along pretty well, and and it, like I said, we we have decent jobs. So we money's not a, a huge concern, but there are so many of these families that as soon as they get the diagnosis, then the, like the husband splits. He's like, Ugh. I've seen yeah. so many oh, yeah. so many posts like that from the the Facebook group, and you know, and then you're you're dealing. You got two or three doctors that you deal with, and then a, a neurologist, and you know, some some of these kids got you know they need a nephrologist to they've got all kinds of gastrointestinal issues. You've got a you know, gastroenterologist. You've got Three or four different uh, therapists. You've got all the school administrators and the the teacher. You, you learn so much more about school administration when you have a special needs kid because oh. there's so many I mean, more people working there than you don't. As lighthearted as possible, while I was reading down all the different <laughs> doctors they see, because it's like nephrologist, gastrointestinal issues, multiple yeah. therapists. I'm like, wait, do I have this person? And I go, it's the other thing. <laughs> but I have the same doctors. Yeah. It's, uh, so the you know you got a lot okay. of these these you know folks that they don't have a lot of money. Uh, they certainly don't have the time to deal with this stuff, you know, so they have to find the the time to do it. So they deal with that all day, and they're working a full time job that's maybe not super probably working a, more than a full time job, right, right? For sure, you know. And then they and then they come home, and you know they have to make make 
dinner for their kids because they probably have more than one kid anyway, and they try to get them off to bed, you know. And then a lot of the most of the kids uh, like like ours, they you know, they're not toilet trained. They can't they can't do that. And then mm. you know you get them to bed, and then then sometimes shit happens, and then you know it it, it can go everywhere. And you got so at two a.m. you're cleaning up shit off the walls after dealing with that entire day, and you, you're running on three hours sleep. And, and it, it would really be nice if you could pull up the app, say, "I need help for for an hour and a half." Oh yeah, and have somebody come over and help you get that cleaned up so you can get to bed. You know, just it really is ultimately it's be genuinely a great fucking yeah. idea. And I'd be surprised if that doesn't exist on some level uh, in certain markets. Even while you're while you're here in LA, maybe look yeah, it up and see if that's a thing. Or if someone, li- I'm sure someone listening knows enough about apps that they could help set something like that up. Maybe. That'd be great. I would love to be able to get something like that into, into people's hands. Yeah. It's a really great idea. So we should probably wrap it up. We have to record another thing in five minutes. Chet's got a date. You and just... Chet's got a date, most importantly. Going to see Itanya. Good old 2.30 in Go the afternoon, the- romantic Because I have to get drunk for this show tonight, and I had to record earlier, so I said I could mm-hmm. go on a date after the podcast, but before the other podcast. And she's like, you podcast? And I'm like, don't ask questions. <laughs> oh, what, nice. a, what a strong start. Awesome date. Yeah. All right, so is there any last things you want to plug or let people know? I think we, Chet, already went through that with you. But- I think we hit it, 22q13.org. Yeah, go out and uh, check out that site. Donate some money if you can. We'll get Chet in uh, danger to fight somehow. You don't have to give us more money for it. 14-hour game of Risk. I'm down. I'll just stoke some tensions between them. Oh, yeah. Could you do do like a, like where people pledge for every 10 minutes that you guys play Risk or something God. like that? But- that's a, I, see, I, I had that idea, and I didn't say it aloud because I'm like, that's a hell of a commitment. But now that someone else said it, That's I'm not down. a bad idea. Let's live stream Risk. I would so rather punch you. <laughs> I mean, I'll oh, make well, you Well, now so I angry. really want to do it. Now we, I, we now. need to get like some people bidding game. on one All thing. Right. If somebody we, bidding on the punching, and it, whichever one gets more money. Yeah. Is what. If our if our listeners no kick the, in, it, hang on, hang on. If our listeners kick in a cumulative thousand uh, dollars, then we'll do we'll do a three hour game of three risk. Three hours, my ass. No, 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 no. We're yeah. gonna do it no. for a day. I say we God. keep playing risk until they've pledged a thousand dollars. That yeah. sounds horrible. I th- I say more than a I thousand. I do not like risk. I had so much fun. We can switch it up. I have Plague Incorporated, the box game version. I'm down to play anything you else. play as Basically, a virus that's trying to destroy risk. the world. But we need a 12 right. hour game. We're getting off track. Play risk we're, for we're getting hours. very off track here. But Hey, you got any plugs? <laughs> Mike, you got any shows coming up? You hitting any bar shows while you're in L.A.? Yeah, all the open mics in L.A. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know what we have to plug. Probably uh, I'll live be in podcast Sandy. at Hollywood oh, Hotel at the end of the month. Yeah, January last Saturday, last Saturday in January. I don't know what date that'll be. Uh, listen to Countless Thousands, please. Gross. Go to Bandcamp, mm-hmm. pay money. Thank you. I have three shows at the Comedy Palace, uh, January 19th. That's a Friday, I believe. Uh, there'll be more information on my social media, but three shows, San Diego. Oh, I have a couple LA shows this month. I'm doing uh, January 5th at Westside Comedy Theater with oh. all the former Cracked people, but I think that's sold out. And uh, January 22nd, I'm doing someone's show. I just remember <laughs> I was asked about that can you be any more specific it's in california all right los angeles probably the southern california region i'll tweet about it or something yeah. and the darkest hour is the f- second friday of every month come to that always <sighs> a good 
All right. Tune in next month if you want to subscribe and hear about how I'm doing <laughs> on no sugar for 30 days. Oh, boy. No potatoes. And then what growths Adam has. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop drinking. Are you really? Yeah. No shit. Hardcore. I am. All right. Godspeed. I am. Completely. Pro- yeah, probably. So, <laughs> right. We'll see how it goes. Mostly. Like, you give up alcohol for January, I'll give up all sugar. Okay. All sugar and complex carbs. That's easy. As long as I don't have to give up sugar, because I can't give up alcohol and sugar in the same month. Okay. I would die. All right. Danger? But I'm not giving up anything. Oh, okay. How cool. about you wear life. pants for a month? No. Yeah, instead of... Look, I love pants, but one does not wear pants when one is on a bicycle. Okay. We have to get out of here. All right, let's get out of here. Danger, say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Chat, say goodbye. No need to. We're recording a live pod tonight, so it's not like I'm ending this now. We have more podcasts to do. We have so much more pod. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. All the pod.